This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. This is Orange Driven, enjoying 94.9 Multicultural Show with Hugh, Austin and more. Orange Driven represents peace and understanding in a multicultural GLBTIQ community. If you have comments on the program or would like to ask questions, you can contact us in the following ways. Facebook, Orange Driven on Joy 949, SMS 0427 Joy 949 or email on air at joy.org.au. Being a parent is one of life's most rewarding and tough jobs. Today we chat to Belle, a mother of one, about her experiences of motherhood. Originally from the Philippines, we'll be exploring with her the process of finding a donor to become a mother, being a parent in a multicultural context, and support groups for same-sex parents. Great shows, great topics, great radio. Joy 94.9. And you're listening to Joy 94.9, Orange Ribbon with Austin and Mo here. And we're, uh, that was Mr. Nodor by Kelly Clarkson. Uh, and we're joined today by uh, with our dear friend Belle, who's uh, speaking to us about a range of issues, uh, also uh, around motherhood. Belle, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mo. <laughs> it's great to have you. Now, uh, first, I'd love to just, I mean, tell us a little bit, I guess, about your background and your, your journey to Australia. Yep. Um, my parents are both Filipinos. So I'm originally from the Philippines, but I was actually born and raised in Bangkok, and that's actually where I spent, It's uh, actually where I grew up until um, I went to school in the States for a few years. And then I came to Australia many years later um, because my partner at the time was Australian um, and uh, migrated through the interdependency visas that Australia has for same-sex couples. Fantastic. And uh, what was that process like in terms of um, migrating to Australia? Um, Was it as straightforward as uh, she puts in your luggage and... Uh, you come no. to Australia? So or? I came here actually on a student visa initially, yeah. and then we had to apply for the interdependency visa, which took a few years. So we had to really sit down and um, prove what our relationship was, and they have certain criteria. They actually do have a um, um, group here in Melbourne, I can't remember what they're called, the Immigration Task Force, that assists um, same-sex couples who'd like to, who have uh, partners from different countries to uh, migrate into Australia. 
Okay. Fantastic. And you, you say you, you grew up in Bangkok. I did. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people may go there, you know, on holidays and, and pass through. But what's it like actually growing up in Bangkok? I mean, do you have any sort of fond memories from, from that time there? Um, great. It, well, it's just, it is my childhood memory. Um, I lived uh, maybe four or five years of my adult life in Bangkok. Um, but I guess that is a lot of, that's where I call home. My parents have moved back to the Philippines now. And so when I do visit them, I do visit them in Manila. But uh, Bangkok, I still consider home. And I still have very close friends there um, who I go and visit and who visits here often. Okay, fantastic. And uh, your decision to actually come to Australia, obviously that would have been a, a big one. It sounds like you're quite close to your family. Was uh, how, how was that in terms of trying to decide whether to make that decision to come or to stay? Well, I guess that was a decision that was made with my partner at the time. So um, my family didn't factor in because my parents were already in the Philippines at the time and I was in Bangkok. Um, yes, it was a big decision because it was also a matter of uh, coming here on a student visa. How, how are we going to do this? What we're going to do um, if we can uh what we weren't sure whether or not we were going to get the interdependency visa so of course that would be a big factor in terms of also uh look long term and figuring out whether or not you know how we're going to do it but um but yeah fantastic well uh we might go to a couple of uh sponsorships and when we come back we've got a couple more questions uh, the perfect mix of music news and interviews joy 94.9 on driven on joy 94.9 with Mo, Austin and Hugh and today we're talking to Belle from the Philippines Belle now we were talking before about your I guess trip about well, your migration trip to Australia yep. and uh, your childhood in Bangkok and now uh, living in Australia talk, I want to ask you a little, little bit about coming out and, and what that experience was like and, and the process of that um, well I, with my family specifically or uh, well, I guess with my family, it's been a long process. Um, I've got uh, a, my family's a ca- of a Catholic background, so I've got a priest who uh, brother, and I've got another brother who's also gay, and um, and through the last thirty some years, each of us have has had to kind of slow. Um, come out to my parents included my brother um my parents have not taken it that well um they love us it's unconditional but they um don't like talking about the fact that my brother and I are both gay um and um it's still something that is an ongoing thing that we work through um day to day even though we live uh countries apart my brothers all live in America and my parents live in the Philippines and me here and I think that makes a lot of sense in terms of why we live away from them but, but the uh, what about the, the priest brother what, what's he uh, what's his take on actually that? he's been very supportive of us um he's very conservative but at the same time i think uh he understands the choices that we've had to make for ourselves and um and he his role has been more of uh guiding my parents through it rather than um supporting my other brother and myself when you said uh, your, your, your parents uh, didn't take it particularly well, is is the reasoning for that mainly a, a cultural factor or is it re- religious? Like what? Wh- um, well, I can only speculate, but I think a lot of uh, a lot of it is um, uh, religious, religiously based. Um, I still think they they have said um, pretty much that it is a sin. Um, However, I think it's also that um, par- the whole parent side of just um, uh, feeling that 
their child is living through something that's difficult or not mainstream and not understanding what it is to be in their shoes and having expectations for us uh, as we were growing up and hoping that we were going to be, I don't know, certain way what they understood, you know, married Catholic church, white kids, grandkids, yeah, yeah, white picket fence. Um, and um, to be fair to them, they've never really had to be exposed to any of that because we do live in different countries, so they've never really had to be, um, to kind of see how we live and see that we are, you know, doing well and happy and yeah. and mm. coping just great. And um, with, uh, I guess, with your, your parents, um, when you told them, did you time it with your brother or was it staggered or, you know? I was staggered. My brother came out to my parents first um, and uh, I really saw the aftermath of of that and after that happened I really pulled back and I didn't come out to my parents for the longest time and uh, to be honest I didn't really come out to my parents uh, personally my priest brother was the one who told my parents on behalf of me which is very nice of him thank you (laughs) (laughs) so I mean more broadly though in uh, Filipino culture how has you know same-sex attraction being viewed but also how has it changed over time well, to, I, to be perfectly honest, I don't really know. It, um, when I, I did visit the Philippines last year um, with my son, and and that was a bit of a challenge. And I think they are, uh, in my experience, it has been a bit difficult. And my because my parents are very closeted about us, we've just gone with the flow with them um, and not have to challenge that because we're only visiting for a week or two, so mm. we don't really rock the boat. Um but um, you know, I gr- I grew up in Bangkok, so it's a little yeah. bit. Uh, again, it's a, I think it's a little bit more acceptable there. Having said that, um, my friends in Bangkok were my childhood friends. I'm out to them, but I've never had to actually be out, live the mm. the gay life in Bangkok so much. But it's it's interesting. I've been been to Bangkok a few times, and I've always felt that uh, the, the ties have always been very open-minded uh, particularly with sexuality um, and, and your parents lived there for, for a few years as well was, yep. was that something that, that shaped their values in any ways and like I guess sort of growing up or spending a few years there um, there no I think my parents are very their value base is very much uh, um, related to Catholicism and I think that's in terms of the homosexuality I think that uh, really guides you know mm whatever fear it is that they have. But is, is, is Bangkok, uh, is Catholicism strong in Bangkok? No, they're a Buddhist, they're a Buddhist mm, country, so, so it's a little bit... So do you think that might actually influence that as well? I mean, you know, I'm just hypothesizing yeah, very, in the sense of yeah, being yeah. a minority country. It could be, um, but I, I can't really say in terms of knowing um, exactly what, what, what guides their um, uh, level of acceptance versus uh, the Filipinos. I don't say that as a general term either, but and I guess in terms of contrasting uh, society here in Australia with with that in, in Thailand or even in in the Philippines, what what do you see as the, those key differences when it comes to the gay community? Well, you know, actually, um, I actually came out when I was in school in the states, so that actually gave me. Um, uh, and a space that made it a lot easier. Went to a very liberal school, and I think that was where I was able to explore my sexuality and without having uh, fear of any kind of um, judgment or um, homophobic anything. Um, and uh, it, that made it easy for me. And I think that's the same here. Uh, it's well, I I can't say that. 
I, I I'm not closeted here. I'm pretty out, but um, it's so much easier. I don't have to watch my p's and q's. I guess as much as I would at home in mm. Bangkok. I mean. Thank you so much for that. That was. Uh, we're we're going to take a quick uh, break. Uh, some uh, some ads and uh, possibly even some music. So we'll be back <laughs> after this. Oh, you're listening to Orange Ribbon. Orange Ribbon on Joy ninety four point nine with Austin Mo and Hugh. And our guest today is Belle, who originally comes from the Philippines. That's right. And we just heard the song Andane. Uh, well, sorry, by Andane, and the song was much too much and uh bell we we're just talking to you before about your your coming out experience yep. and uh, also uh, with with your family and the like uh, i want to ask you to move in another direction and ask you a little bit about um about motherhood and and that wonderful experience as well <laughs> why is being a mother important to you in um, particular that's <laughs> a it's a it's <laughs> It's a very funny question. I, I've always wanted to be a mom. I was just ever since I was little, um, just that was a, something that I saw for myself, being a mother, a parent. Um, um, and it's uh, important to me. Um, I guess I think it's just, uh, I've always just thought it was one of those part of life, part of sharing, part of um, uh, the important thing of having family. Um, my my family being growing up in Bangkok and being um, close and not having extended family. Family was very uh, strong and uh, we were very close family. Um, so I guess I always saw that for myself, having a family and and I do have one. <laughs> and how did, um, how, how did it lead up to the point where you, you did uh, end up saying, yep, I, 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 want, a, I, I want a child? Um, how, how did you reach that sort of decision? Well, I guess my partner uh, and myself at the time, we, we, it was something that we both wanted. And uh, having moved or migrated here to Australia after a year, it was something that we discussed. And so it, we eventually just then um, did a bit of research, figure out how we were going to do it, who is going to have the baby. And, um, and that was um, pretty much how that got started. Mm. It's. I mean, it's. A, it's a. It's an incredible thing to have a child. Have a miniature version of yourselves, I guess. And uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, did you? Uh, you know, did you have any sort of initial reservations? Did you sort of think, oh, this is good? Or I was like, you know what, this is it. Time's go. Let's go. Um. Well, I guess it's a bit of both. Uh, there's always going to be some kind of uh, reservation, and not necessarily of wanting to have a child and being a parent, but I guess there's always going to be a bit of uh, fear because it's nothing that uh, you've done before, or you don't know what what it's going to be like, or what your life's going to be, and you have this little baby, you know, that you've got to take care of, and your uh, you and your partners um, are completely responsible for their health and well-being, and 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 I guess, you know, that's a mix of wonderment but fear as well, initially, and still. I, I guess in, in, in the community or in broader society, there, there are wide-ranging views around uh, same-sex parenting. And, uh, you know, one of the most common arguments is that every child, uh, you know, deserves to have a, a mother and a father. And, you know, do, do you have any thoughts around that, that sort of sentiment that may be held uh, in, in society? Um. Well, only that I think in terms of my experience, I guess it is just a matter of having uh, 
loving parents, um, whether it be uh, two dads, two moms, a mother, uh, mother and father, um, or just a father. It as long as the child is safe, healthy, and in a loving family, I think that to me is the important thing um, in terms of the child's development and health and happiness. Hmm. Now, I, I've always wanted to ask uh, a parent this question, so it's good that you're here. Um, I, I always, every time I see someone that's just had a baby, they they usually like about two months later, they look like they're about they're going crazy, and they usually have that lack of sleep thing. And it's, what's, yep. what's what's that like? So it's just like the first two months of having a baby. Well, uh, um, I still do still have uh, occasionally the lack of sleep. Um, yeah, uh, I think you just end up. Coping, I think there's a bit of adrenaline in there, and I think you're just caught up in what's going on in a little two-month-old baby, and and um, and you know I think the best thing is having good support around you when it comes to that, um, be it another partner or family or friends around you, and um, uh, I guess yeah, it is true you don't get much sleep, and it just and that's for a long time, not just for the initial um, newborn baby. <laughs> So it's not as easy as two months, Mo. So. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought there was a trial period and clearly not. No refunds there. Um, I guess in terms of when you decide to, to have that child, what was the support like? Was, there, was, it, um, was everyone really supportive of it or were there people who were, you know, questioning, you know, whether you should really, really have a child or not? Um. No, uh, not in my experience. I didn't tell my parents that we decided to have a child. Um, um, and the, the family and community around us were very supportive of, of that decision. Um, yeah, so not so, so much, but... So when did uh, your parents first find out that? Um... Uh, well, just uh, just before my son was born, I told my parents because I'd already they're out. I was already out to them by then, and they knew I was in a relationship. Um, so then, maybe um, a few months before he was born, I told my parents that um, baby was coming along. And 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 uh, maybe we can explore a little bit later i mean their 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 response because that that sounds interesting but you're listening to uh orange ribbon on joy 94.9 with austin mo and you the most diverse sound for the most diverse crowd joy 94.9 joy 94.9 this is orange ribbon and you've just been listening to kuda jani and the reason we're playing some hindi music today is because um in past shows when we have played the hindi music People have come up to us and said, oh, I really enjoyed that. And uh, Jim last week actually said to me, I bought it myself on the Internet. So um, there you are, Jim. That's especially for you today. Anyway, today's guest is Belle, who originally comes from the Philippines. And um, our, spon- our sponsors, our <laughs> presenters are Mo and Austin and myself, Hugh. And that's also why you need community radio, because it always introduces us to great new music that that's you right. may not find elsewhere. Uh, now, we were talking before, Belle, um, about your, your, reason, uh, you know, your, your reasons and, uh, for, I guess, becoming a mother and all that, those, those things. But we ended, uh, before our last break, about the question of how your parents took the news when they yep. found out that you were a mum-to-be. What yep. was that like? Well, it was uh, slightly complicated because my um, partner at the time uh, was pregnant so it wasn't me I'm not the biological uh, mother of my son um, so it 
uh, I think they didn't know what to make of it um, and didn't understand what that meant. And I think initially they didn't necessarily see him as being part of the family. Um, and that changed last year when I visited my parents uh, with him. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's... Um, my parents, I think, are still coming to terms with that and what that means for our family. Yeah. Wow. And that's something we'll uh, explore a little bit later in terms of uh, the family and your extended family's uh, involvement in uh, your son's life. But uh, I think a question that a lot of listeners uh, will be very interested in hearing is, what is the process of actually finding a donor or even becoming a mother if you're in a same-sex uh, relationship? Um, well, in our case, what we did was uh, we went on a forum and uh, because um, being Filipino and my partner is uh, Caucasian or Australian, um, we and she, w- she, she was going to carry the... Um, the baby decided that we would find a Filipino donor and so that's why we went specifically out to find a Filipino donor and so um, went to a forum for that and uh, found there was a couple of people but we found the the father of our uh, our child and he um, we met with him he lives in Sydney so we met with him had a chat with him and got to know him for about a year before we actually started uh, the whole process of trying to get preg- pregnant um, and yeah, I guess we just—it was much more uh, casual in that sense. And and what's that? What's that like? I mean, you're meeting with someone, and you and you really introduce them to say, "We want you to have a massive part in our lives." Yeah. And, and well, I mean, you know, it's 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 like probably the greatest job interview ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, because he kind of knew where we were coming from when we when we did meet. It it is yeah, it's a very strange. Uh, it was very strange process. Um, a very strange meeting. Um. But I think you just kind of get that feeling in the sense of who they are and what his, um, I guess part of it is also wanting to understand why he's uh, will, happy to, to do this uh, and donate and, you know, um, be involved because he is involved in terms of um, being known as the father and he, my son does call him daddy and dad so he knows him as that but he doesn't have any um legal responsibilities uh, or decision making in terms of what uh, choices um are to be made for the child so what level of involvement does the father have in uh, your son's life and, uh... um well we see him probably regularly through the year um because he lives in sydney it's a matter of either him coming here or us visiting him and um we Skype him occasionally and talk to him and cards and presents and things like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's pretty happy to know. His family knows as well, uh, his extended family. So uh, being Filipino, his family is also in the Philippines, and they know that uh, he has a son as well. What, what's the? You mentioned that, that, that negotiation of how much involvement he has in in your son's life how how has that worked out without necessarily providing any uh legal advice that people in (laughs) and we want to make that disclaimer to any listeners that this isn't uh we're not providing that legal advice but but what what is that process of of saying you know this is how much you will be involved in yeah so we prior to uh getting pregnant we had a uh we discuss this with him in terms of how much involvement he is what our expectations are what his expectations are and because it was um it we were it was uh we both agreed um on how much of 
involvement he was, which is what I've just explained, and he's happy with that. Um, uh, that was the agreement prior to actually even beginning um, any kind of process. Mm. This is On Driven on Joy 94.9. We'll come back to Bell's story very soon. Joy 94.9, this is On Driven with Mo, Austin and Hugh. And our guest today is Belle, who originally comes from the Philippines. Now, Belle, we've had uh, two messages come in. One says, great discussion here. What role do you think identity has in your child's life, i.e. his heritage? And again, great show. And before you answer that, we'll go on to the next message. It's from Tristan. Um, he says, hi there. I'm loving your show, listening to you with a glass of cold wine. I'm coming to join you, Tristan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, so, yes, I guess based on that question, what, what role does identity play in, in your child's life? Um... Well, I guess being uh, half Filipino and half Australian, um, for 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 me right now, I guess having one, it was important the choice for me. So because as a, an Asian uh, woman, you, I want him to be able to identify a little bit with having uh, being part Filipino or having that kind of biological link in that sense, um, that identity. Um, and right now, I think it is an important thing, but it's not necessarily um, the f first or foremost thing. I think that's something I guess I'll just have to figure out as we go along um, and trying to expose him more to meeting with my side of the family and other Asian, um, the Asian community here in Melbourne as well. Um, and that includes the, um, the gay Asian community and being involved with that as well. Fantastic. And you mentioned that uh, you and your son went to the Philippines earlier this year. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, how did you relay that experience for him in terms of did he understand that that, where, no, that was well, his cultural roots? No, no, not at all. Uh, I guess he was only two, so there wasn't much um, in terms of uh, understanding where what, what was going on. It was almost just like he was here he didn't even really realize i don't think that he was in a different country entirely um but i think there there it was just nice uh, uh, for my parents for him to see my parents and my family and and uh for them to see me as a mother and uh to see him and i think that was the moment in which i realized that my parents have uh accepted him as part of the family as uh and see me as a parent and um him as their grandson what about as he gets older? He's going to be obviously opening his eyes to the world. He's going to gain understanding of, of many different things and as well cultural norms. Yeah. How do you anticipate he, you will be guiding him through things like understanding sexual, human sexuality and also how do you think you'll... He religion. I mean, you know, would, would you will you raise him religious, or you know, or will you expose him to religions or not? Or Phew. yeah, um. <laughs> answer at your leisure. <laughs> um, in terms of religion, uh, I did get him baptized when we did go back to the Philippines. Um, but I think spirituality is a is something that has been important for me as an individual. However, I'm not necessarily going to. Um, to, uh, don't have a um, a path in terms of how I want him to be raised, uh, Catholic or um, or going to church or having to do that. Um, but I guess in terms of understanding who I am and where I come from, and uh, he that's going to be part of the process. Um, and uh, sexuality, well, uh, 
the sexuality, I think that would be any parent's, um, be the same question for any parent. And I think you just kind of uh, have to figure it out as you go along. But having, uh, but being a child with two mothers, I, I guess what I'm doing now is just being part of the community that, uh, the Rainbow Family community, which is a same-sex couple um, family group where he meets other children who have um, two moms, two dads, and uh, who are gay, who identify as being gay. And I, can, I think having that uh, social network is going to be helpful in terms of um, how he sees and identify himself and, you know, his family and his mothers and, and those around him and his uncle and his father. Yeah, I just want to backtrack a, a little bit about uh, touching on the point of identity and that, that cultural link to being half Filipino and half Australian. Were your parents more receptive to that, given that... Do, do you think they took it a lot better um, because he was part uh, Filipino as opposed to if you brought back, you know, uh, just a, a Caucasian baby? Would that um, be different, do you think? I uh, maybe I think yeah. it does. I think it might help. Um, uh, I think it also helped that he happens to have my surname. Um, so I think that helped with my parents. Um, but yeah, I'm guessing it does help. It helps with it helps. I think I wouldn't say help, but I think they they're able to identify a bit more in terms of of um, having a child that maybe is half Filipino. Mm. I guess on, on the on the point of your family, uh, we, we talked about that a little bit before. But what level of involvement does your family now have in uh, in your son's life? Uh, not so much because they live uh, they all live overseas. Um, it's just a, it's similar to uh, his father in terms of skyping, and um, they're planning on a visit. So and hopefully they do get to visit. So it's just a matter of. Uh, knowing who they are and and c- keeping constant communication, but otherwise not that much involvement, really. We, uh, we've got a couple more questions for you before we wrap up the show as well. Um, I wanted to ask you about the... Um, we were talking, I guess, before about the legalities and all that stuff, and you'd mentioned in the last talk break that uh, your son has your surname, but you're not the sort of biological mother per se. Yep. So what is, what's it, how does it look on the birth certificate? How do they sort of structure that all um, out? Oh, well, I, not uh, maybe a couple of years ago, I can't remember now, um, uh, in Victoria we're um, in same-sex couples with two moms, I guess. The, um, the non-biological mom can be on the birth certificate, so I was lucky enough to be able to be on his birth certificate. Um, but in terms of the name, that was just agreed upon with, my, uh, with his other mom, and we decided and she was happy for him to have his, my surname. So um, that was how that was that was that choice and the decision that we made and so um yeah so it's pretty lucky that uh we get to be on birth certificates now fantastic great and um i I understand bell you're you're involved in quite a lot of uh activities uh in 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 the community Can, can you just let us know a bit about what what you're involved in oh well um there's a couple of uh communities that uh groups that i'm involved in um I'm part of the Melbourne Spikers um, that you might hear about from time to time on Joy. And um, they have, um, it's a great outlet being a parent to go out and do some sporting activity, which uh, I'm happy to do. And also, I'm also part of the Yellow Kitties, which is an Asian lesbian group. And that's been good also and 
part of um, a way for him to also meet other Asian, gay Asian community members out there here in Melbourne. Okay. We'll come back to Bill's story very soon. This is On Driven on Joy 94.9. The fresh sounds of Joy 94.9. On Driven on Joy 94.9 with Hugh, Mo and Austin. And our guest today is Belle, who originally comes from the Philippines. And we have another message for you, Belle. Yeah. Um, basically, it was the person whose name we don't know who sent the last message in saying they were enjoying the show. And they say that lovely answers hope the journey is fun. Thank you. No. It is. You're a great hit, Bell, with, uh, with the Joy listeners. Um, just before the, those sponsorships, uh, you were talking a bit about your involvement in the community, and you mentioned the Yellow Kitties. Uh, yep. Just can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, how often do you guys meet up, and what's, what's your son's uh, interaction with Oh, you? well, I, I, uh, I haven't really been uh, going to a lot of the Yellow Kitties um, uh, activities recently, but they're a great little uh, Asian lesbian uh, group, and they meet. Uh, w- they have activities once a month, and you can look them up on Google them. I think the activities um, are out there, and uh, you can join up in. And it ranges from um, just going out and having a good meal to miniature golf to you know going out dancing and stuff like that. Um, but it's a great little group. Um, and, and you mentioned the, the Rainbow Families. Yeah. What, what, what are they? What are they doing? And sort of how can people? So the Rainbow Family Group is just a same-sex uh, family um, group that support uh, same-sex families. And uh, in terms of what I do, they've got a play group which uh, I attend with my son, and we get to meet other children and families who are in similar. Um, situations or having similar experiences and um and it's a great way for them to meet other children and not be the only one with two mums or two dads etc so it's been good and how have you found the i guess as a same-sex parent um how has the the community i guess what do you see the the value of the community in being able to support you or, or in in raising your son oh uh, well i guess that group mainly has been really good in terms of just knowing you're not the only family out there um and um it's just a great outlet and no and also means that in terms of uh long term there will be friends made and you know for him and for myself, and you can share those experiences um, with them. Hmm. Now, I, this is this is sort of um, a little bit off that, but but more broadly, very quickly, if you could summarize the biggest rewards and the biggest challenges of motherhood, what would oh, they be? I summarize. It's it's great. Uh, it's it's hard, but at the end of the day, uh, you look at this little child, and all you all you feel is um, unconditional love and hope for someone so little. Well, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. That thank is, you. That is on Driven for another week. Thanks to Belle for coming in and chatting to us, chatting to us today. Um, also, thanks to the, the uh, program support this afternoon. Heath is our program support. I'd like to say a big thanks to Mo and Austin for uh, producing today's show and getting Belle to come in and talk to us. Coming up next is the Sharpow uh, Show. So stay tuned. I'm sure you're getting ready for another great show on Joy 94.9. First, we've got the news with Byron, um, which is just coming up in 30 seconds. 
on Onjum. Onjum will be back again at the same time, 4 o'clock next Saturday afternoon with more insights into our GLBTIQ community here in Australia and around the world from Austin, Mo and myself. Bye-bye. Have a great week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. You're listening to a Joycast from GLB, TIQ Community Radio Station, Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.